Hi there, it's Dr. Get Ahead Space here from the Wellbeings Podcast. Um, I've just had a out-of-hours shift, um, so I was working in clinical medicine, but um, in the hospital, so seeing people who would normally go and see their family doctor if their family doctor was open, but instead they come and see... um, you know the the gp the general practitioner the family doctor posted in the hospital instead so i've just had a six hour shift it's headed by a supervisor it was um a challenging shift not so much because of the patients that were seen but um if anything, just because of, you know, after at the end of the shift, we, we have a debrief. And sometimes, like, forgetting the the clinical minutiae, sometimes if someone needs to tell you something or wants to tell you something or to relay, have a conversation with you, um, whether it be as your peer or as your supervisor, sometimes the way in which they do it is not necessarily to your liking. So um, I felt that there was, in essence, a bit of a breakdown in the sanctity of trust between two doctors. If If I tell my senior colleague about personal things that I'm struggling with that have got nothing to do with the patient, nothing to do with anything else and then essentially they broadcast it in front of my peers it made me feel a way today it made me feel a way because it's you know there's no learning value for my peers in hearing about my own personal um, struggle and and I must admit, I was really upset after my shift. Um, and this whole station is about well-being. I'm on a 365 well-being journey. If you check me on Instagram, Dr. Get a Headspace, all one word, on Instagram, you'll see every day I post something about my well-being. Well-being is social well-being it's mental well-being and it's physical well-being and and that's and those are the pinnacles that are involved in health but you know mental well-being isn't just about you know having a formal mental health diagnosis it's about it it's more than being devoid of an illness it it's a lot broader than that and so one thing that i've found is that so far on this well-being journey a lot outside of the physical stuff that i do whether it be boot camps that 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 i do um the big stuff is actually the emotional well-being stuff the mental well-being stuff and so I just wanted to jump on and do this podcast today because essentially I haven't had the greatest of clinical working days and this is partly what it's about. It's about having those feelings where 
you feel humiliated in front of your colleagues or you feel that you've let yourself down, you feel that you've let your supervisor down, all these things that we can all feel. And then how do you deal with them? What, you know, a lot of what I want to do right now is actually show you my process. And if it can help somebody, that is great. Reflection is all wonderful as well but I think that when you reflect on something if I do this podcast in two days time it might not it might not pack the same punch at the end of the day when someone's going through something right now how do you deal with it what is your mental process so that's what I want to talk about hey there Dr. Get Ahead Space back again from the Wellbeing's podcast with part two of how to deal with a bad day um the thing about this particular episode how to deal with a bad day is i do not have all the answers if if there's anything that this well-being challenge has 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 shown me is that i'm really more documenting my process I'm documenting my process and my journey towards well-being. I'm hoping that at the end of the year, I will find nuggets and anchors and truths by which I can live the rest of my life that will tried and tested things that do help me. One um get through my working week and also to get through um so-called bad days the reason i say so-called bad days is because in essence i don't actually really believe in bad days i think what really people mean when they say a bad days is when things have not gone to plan and that is a part of it a part of it and when things have not gone to plan, usually there's a lesson there for the liver, you know, the person who is living through that. And I find that bad days, failures, disappointments, when you actually look again, turn it over in your mind, turn over the happenings, that's when where the real nectar lies, that's where the nuggets lie, that's where the true seeds that can then later bloom great flowers and trees and, and wondrous things in your life can be created. But if we just bury these these happenings and you know try and forget about them try and you know not you know forgetting about so typically the the amount of time something horrible happens people say oh just forget about it forget about it maybe not actually maybe sit with it live with it like I was thinking you know why why did it upset me so much you know why so so my supervisor um, discuss my time management issues in front of my colleagues. What What is it about that that would upset me so much? 
you know, what, why is it so horrible, the fact that, that they would know something like that, you know, I'm, I'm in training to be an exceptional doctor, I've still got a ways to go to get to there, and, and, and in truth, I never really will get there, it will be a process, it's an ongoing thing, but, I'd rather have something like that that I need to get over than something else. So, you know, I know that I'm I'm on my way to, to greatness in this field. I, I feel that we we all are, you know, in, in each of our chosen fields. I really, really do believe that. Um and so yes, fine, it's it's not for him to tell you know, my, my business. And, and I told him about my dyslexia and my dyspraxia and the fact that I'm looking after, um, I'm a family member. And so I've, I felt, okay, look, there was some trust there that was broken. But at the end of the day, so what? I mean that that says more about that person than it does about me. And so I've come on here today to to talk about how do you when when something doesn't go according to plan or you you feel disappointed by others or you've had a bad day how do you get through it? And this has been my process today, and I'm still going through it, so it's very, very raw. But in the next part, this this is my process. Um, so stay tuned. Dr. Get A Headspace here from the Wellbeings Podcast. So how to get through a bad day, part three. I think the first thing to do when you've had a bad day is number one, let it go. And when I say let it go, I don't mean bury it, forget about it. What I mean is let it go. So if at the time you need to shed a tear, at the time you need to call your partner or your friend and just sort of rant and let out all the excess, you know, let the monkey mind, your your most base rudimentary part of yourself just go at it and just sort of almost exhume all the chaff um let that be if that comes to you you just want to almost let off that steam let off that steam in a way that will not harm yourself or others okay and usually that's through talking about it but then once you've let let it go once you've let off that steam a small period of reflection and the reflection can be just actually looking more analytically about the happening one first of all think think about how it made you feel and then try and dig a bit deeper into why it made you feel that way and if it matters. So I've given you an an, an example. Yeah, it, it made me feel vulnerable. I, I would also say it made me feel a little bit embarrassed. Um, but at the same time, 
I'm with professional colleagues that is I, I was within a learning environment and so you know we're, we're not all there to be patted on the back we're we're there to actually expose areas where we could have done better so um even though it didn't feel nice um you know my feeling of it not feeling nice doesn't necessarily get away from the fact that you know that it was a learning environment and i will take it for the learning environment that it was how whether or not i feel that it was appropriate to bring up um something personal in a clinical learning environment i know that i can still use it for my clinical acumen okay and then so that's the uh, an example of of where you can actually because you can you can get hung up on your feelings and in some ways to hell with your feelings to hell with your feelings focus on the facts the facts are and and keep your goal in mind so the third thing is keep your goal in mind if my goal is to be an exceptional doctor then if working on my time management is important because yes we can all spend hours and hours with each patient and get to the great diagnoses and and you know sort out all their treatment but we've also got to think of the patients who are also waiting in the waiting room um and so this is important and this is a valuable lesson and maybe i needed to learn it in that context where i was a little bit exposed um you know and so um so sometimes yes your your feelings can have this paramount importance but really we should i think a lot more say to hell with our feelings what are the facts in terms of my goals so whatever goal you have whether you want to be a painter whether you want to be a writer if something happened that could actually help you with that goal then you really need to dig deep into that really sort of almost disturbing horrible feeling that you had so that would be number three okay so hey so part four on how to get over a bad day um so you've you've let it go in terms of letting off letting off steam you have um looked looked into how it made you feel but then at the same time also said to hell with your feelings and focused on the facts and then you've tried to see if the happening is anything at all in line with your goal like if what happened is important in any way to your goal so we've spoken about all those three steps but let's say that you you, you look at the happening um and it was i don't know maybe your your coffee that, that you got in the cafe wasn't hot enough or or your coffee spilt on on your new dress or your new suit if that's got nothing to do with your actual end goal 
it's of no consequence. So there are certain things that will upset us, which really are more of an inconvenience, but but they're of no consequence. If it's not anything to do with your your end goal, to hell with it. So so that's that's the only time where you can bury it, or, or I won't say the only time. This is my process. You know, you can either. If it's helpful to anyone out there, great. If it's not, you can disregard it. But um, if if it's if it's not impactful to your end goal, that's the one time when any of these happenings, you know, that you can really just put it to a side. And then the the fourth thing I think is to make it work for you. And this is the key thing to to turn it into success to flip it and so you know this then depends on what the happening or the circumstance was how can you make it become the foundation for your success how can you make it turn into a victory so it it becomes the platform for which great things happen um so for me, um, we, all of us doctors, we have what we call um, portfolios. So I'm definitely going to write up this um, um, this happening today in my portfolio tonight before I go to bed, and and bring up reflection points. And I know that that is going to help, and through that, that is going to um, um, to also um, to also help me succeed um in the future um for me personally as well i need to that it was actually only one patient it was one patient that i spent quite a lot of time with but um what i want to do is actually go back and actually think okay where could why did it take so long was there some underlying anxiety there about this patient um that i couldn't necessarily maybe articulate um so so it's it's going through that process um i i don't know if it, for for you listeners who are from other disciplines what other way you can find to actually um reflect on how you can make the happening or circumstance that is in line with your goal that is important how you can turn it into success reflection journaling though a tried and true method so even if you don't have a formalized way of doing this i would suggest that 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 you do jot down some notes you do jot down some notes and then put in some action points and so when you're when you come across that situation again it's not just everything on repeat okay everything on repeat everything on autopilot no you've actually assessed it in your mind you've reconstructed it and and actually live out how you want it to go in the future i'm definitely going to be working on that tonight um so guys i'm wrapping up now um tell me what you think i will no doubt be adding to this episode um because this is off the cuff unscripted had had a bit of a horrible um time today this is just some of my gems on how to get through it